Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio, the podcast that's all about disease prevention using natural health alternatives. If you're searching for natural solutions to staying fit and healthy, you've tuned into the right place. Your hosts are David and Stephanie Tippy, two naturopaths with the advice and recommendations you need to steer clear of the modern medical mess created by Big Pharma. Today, more than ever, health is wealth. And on Aging Younger Radio, you'll get the tools and info you need to be the wealthiest person in town. So if having younger skin, a healthier heart, a stronger immune system, and more are what you desire, stick around. And now give a warm welcome to David and Stephanie. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio. This is Stephanie Tippy, and I am broadcasting live from my clinic in Lauderdale, Florida. David and I can be reached at 954-742-4430, and you can visit us online at agingyounger.net. Well, tonight is a special show for me again. It's the third time I ha- I ha- I'm blessed to have on the air with me the faces behind the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So I have some old pe- older people who have come with- on the show before, and we have some newcomers. But, again, I'd like to just give a little recap as to what cystic fibrosis is, the reason why Aging Young Radio has become a media sponsor for the foundation. Uh, one of the reasons is because I, going back in the 80s, when I started my career in uh, in and about health, I was a registered respiratory therapist, and I did take care of cystic fibrosis patients, and I lost two of them, two very dear souls who I loved very, very much, Tony and Mitchell. So, again, every time I do a show uh, about cystic fibrosis, the show is dedicated to Tony and Mitchell, who are in heaven, resting in peace, sitting right beside God as angels. So for those of you who don't know, cystic fibrosis is a, is a very rare genetic, chronic, progressive disease that affects over 30,000 people in the United States and 70,000 people worldwide, worldwide. While most people associate CF with progressive lung disease, CF also Im- impacts not only respiratory but the digestive, the reproductive and the endocrine systems. Once considered a childhood disease, over half of those with CF in the United States are over the age of 18, while life expectancy for those recently diagnosed has reached the mid-40s, the median age of death remains only 30 years of age. And so this is where we're at. We're at the stage for CF, and I learned this through my newfound friends in the fa- uh, foundation, stands for Cure Found. And we are here to raise money to make sure that that cure is found. Now, I am going to welcome back Michael Rankin because Michael is one of those survivors. He's a 50-year-old CF survivor, and I would like for Michael to reiterate the importance of bringing uh, the foundation the funds that it needs so that they can, the breakthroughs in medical technology um, continue so that CF Cure Found will be eventually CF Cure Found. Now, yesterday I was with a, a childhood girlfriend, Diana, and unfortunately she can't be on listening, but she will be uh, 
replaying this uh, archive show. So for your family and friends, if you share this, um, the uh, link to the show, it will be in Cyberland forever, and you can listen to it, and you can share, 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 and people will learn and become aware sharing is caring. And she asked me if there were any medical breakthroughs in cystic fibrosis since her time when she lost a very close friend going back many years ago. With all that being said, I'd like to say welcome back, Michael uh, Rankin, and please tell us your story and the breakthroughs that you've seen during your 50 years on this planet. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, sure, I'd love to, because uh, we all know that the more the more proof you can get that uh, a fundraising event is working, that a charity foundation is working, and that the scientists are working, the more you'll be willing to give and the more that science can continue. So, yeah, there have been tremendous results within experimental clinical trials over the last 20 years. And over the last 20 years, it started by following up on something that researchers were able to identify all the way back in 1989. They found uh, that there's a defective gene that causes cystic fibrosis to be expressed in cystic fibrosis patients. And they, they found this gene, they got so excited, and they thought, this is lightning around, the next thing you know, we're going to cure this. And then, of course, we all know that, that timeline that uh, we were all getting impatient with, thinking, hey, this should have happened by now, this should have happened by now. And uh, we lost way too many lives in that period with anticipation of new drugs. But I'm happy to say that even though uh, there was a pause in the discoveries beyond 89, research really started bringing some tremendous drugs around uh, 2010. A um, little bit before that with a couple drugs that just promoted um, better cares of treatment, but still what would happen with those drugs is you would have to wait for the patient to get sick. And these are just better ways of treating the patient. You might have better antibiotics, uh, better mechanisms of action to get uh, thick mucus out through different percussors or airway clearance devices. These were still great things. They just weren't something that modified a patient's life uh, over the course of just a couple months. And now I can say we have many of those drugs. There's still some room to go, but starting back about almost 10 years ago now, Vertex came out with a drug that even though it only treated at the time a very small population of those with cystic fibrosis to that small population it was like a lottery ticket it was a drug that um, could take uh, about four percent of the cystic fibrosis population and move them in many cases from an average pulmonary function of say 60 percent of normal means the, their lungs held the air were able to fill and then express um, about 60% of the air of a normal lung, somebody without, uh, you know, cystic fibrosis. And that was great, but then science said, gosh, we've got a long ways to go because this is for 4% of the people. Uh, it, it was for one type of mutation called a gating mutation, and this drug worked on opening up the gate of a cell, and it allowed essentially, call it um, salt ions, to get to the surface of the cell. When that happened, it would attract water. And you would have a, a normal uh, flow of fluids along the lungs that would thin out secretions and eventually allow that patient to thin secretions, cough them up, and have almost regular breathing. Not regular, but let's say in many cases, patients would go from only 60% of normal lung function uh, all the way up to 80 and 90%. Um, so they knew they were on to the, to the right kind of science. They just had to include a much larger population in the next 10 years, and I'm happy to say they did. Um, 
You'll also hear tonight from Lori Capano, but um, her son was in a, a study that uh, I was in just uh, just recently, and they built on uh, the technology they started some years ago. And I'm happy to say they have a triple drug combination that has been submitted to the FDA. Uh, all of us in the study and all the physicians and the statisticians out there that have looked at it are very confident this drug will pass approval by the FDA. And it is a true blockbuster. It is one that now takes the rest of the population, including people like me and, and people like Nick Capano, and is definitely adding life to their years and years to their lives. So very excited about that. And the good news, the best news of all this, is that even though this is something that's now moving almost 90% of cystic fibrosis patients into a little more normal lifestyle, Vertex and some other companies out there that are doing very similar studies they're not stopping. They, they want 100%. They want normal. They, want, they say cure is a strong word, but they're not stopping until they find it. How far do you think that cure word will be? See, again, cure is a strong word, so I have to be cognizant of the fact that one of the problems is you look at those out there that are still not yet affected by these drugs, and so – I hate to be the person to, to be too hopeful and say, I think it's in just a couple to three or four years and then be wrong. But I really do feel in my heart of hearts, we're only that far away from a great significance. What, what happened with Vertex? And I, I hate to use one company's name. I, I, I'm only using it now for this example. <clears throat> Them doing so well in this space has, has started a firestorm. Now everybody wants to be in this game because science is getting real close to curing a lot of diseases. It won't be just CF. CF is by far done so well because the foundation is so efficient with the way they spend the money. They're over every scientist's shoulder when they put money into a public company or a non-public company for that matter, when they do seed money to, to help build a, a scientific research company, they are over their shoulders. They are looking at everything being done and uh, they, they drive performance. The CF foundation is invested in driving performance into the companies they invest in. And you might say they're pushy, but it's made a big difference. They're efficient with their money. About 90 cents of every dollar raised goes directly into research or patient care. So we've been fortunate that although we've had a pretty uh, rough disease to deal with, we've had a good foundation on our side. Thank God. And, and, and I'm glad and I'm very grateful that you're living to tell this because you're very well-versed. You, you vocalize uh, the science behind the disease. You, vocal, uh, you verbalize very well about uh, the, the cure for the disease and, and, and how close uh, the C uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation is, is coming to finding that cure, the inevitable cure. It, it's there. It, it's around the corner, Michael. I, I believe that in, in my heart of hearts. Because speaking, I can't wait to meet you. I have yet to meet I have yet to meet everyone except for Renee I think and I met Lori briefly but uh I can't wait to meet you because I know what I knew back in the 80s and then to see somebody who is 50 years of age living a normal healthy life and with uh, I, I'm I'm assuming very good lung function based on your the trial drugs that you're you're undertaking right now uh, it's going to be a very refreshing sight for me, Mike, uh, Michael. Well, thank you. So I'm, thank I'm glad that you get to witness something like that. That's good. I'm happy. 
I'm happy to. And 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 I know uh, you, for you, it's a pleasure to be here to share this because you are at the forefront uh, of trying to nip this in the butt. I, I'm going to bring you in a little later because, uh, again, to talk about uh, one of our uh, volunteers and sponsors to the, uh, for the Get Wine Opener, who unfortunately couldn't make it to the show, but I want to thank you again for sharing uh, the importance of the science behind the fundraising by the foundation, and I encourage people to 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 go to Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Go to my Facebook page. I have the links all over. I have it on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. You name it. The link going directly to the uh, CFF uh, fundraising page. So I encourage people, even if it's only a dollar. Give that dollar, because that dollar will make a big difference. So I would like to, this whole show is about meeting the faces of the volunteers for the CF Foundation of South Florida. But I think the next person I would, who should come on the show and should um, have uh, center stage is the woman, along with her her. Um, her uh, her husband who passed started this whole gala thing back going back 19 years ago. So I have with me in studio Lori Capano, and she and her husband Salvador Capano started the wine opener. Uh, I don't know if it, that's what it was called 19 years ago, but Lori, welcome to Aging Younger Radio. I thank you ahead of time for being here to share the story and tell us how this all began and the story about your son, Nick. Hi, Stephanie. Um, so my son was diagnosed at 18 months of age, and my husband, Sal, my beloved husband, Sal, he was a very doted father, and he wanted to see... N- after speaking with others and understanding what this disease was going to be like for my son, um, he wanted to cure it immediately and just fix the problem. So his thought process was, Lori, you stay home, take care of Nick, make sure his lungs stay healthy, do all the treatments necessary, let's keep him out of the hospital as much as possible, and I will be out there fundraising for the cure. So he started with a family and friends dinner event, and it was a nice event where he raised in his lifetime $2 million. And we have a really great support of love from a lot of friends and family who still come to this day. And unfortunately, it was his time to go, and God took him. Um, nothing to do with cystic fibrosis. He doesn't have it. He's a carrier like I am myself. But it was his time, and the CF Foundation asked if I would carry on this dinner event. And uh, with the support of others, I was able to go ahead and do it. And eventually it evolved, and we brought on, well, Michael Rankin, who turned it into this fabulous wine event because he said to me, Lori, everybody loves wine and people will come. <laughs> and Michael He's never right. forget those He's words. Right. Mm-hmm. And they still come to this day because uh, Michael takes care of all the wine and he brings in wines that are just spectacular. And 
every year we get amazing feedback of how great these wines are. And um, along with that, wonderful food from, I don't know if you know, the, the event is being held at the Royal Palm Yacht Club in Boca Raton. And Renee Stern, our chairwoman, who's doing an amazing job for the last several years, she is coordinating all of the behind the scenes, and she helped coordinate the whole food processing of what we should do. So this event has definitely evolved with the help of others, and I'm just, like, so excited um, about it every year because we really have turned it from a serious fundraising event to it is still serious, but now we have a fun night, a great celebration. We include live auctions and silent auctions, and we bring in great items that are hard to find. We bring in DJs and live music, and there's dancing. So a serious family and friends dinner event has now come and blossomed to this wonderful wine opener event, and we renamed it. And it is called the Wine Opener, Sip, Sip, Savor, and Cure in the Memory of Sal Capano. And anybody can just Google Cystic Fibrosis Wine Opener Event, Boca Raton, and they will find the link and they can come and join us and have a fabulous night. And at the same time, helping other people, like my own child, who I've seen have a drastic change of health. If I could just take a second, Stephanie, to tell you how much important it is for people to understand whether, like Michael talked about the research, it's going to take, I was in a meeting the other day, it's going to take $6 billion to cure this disease with gene editing. And they're not sure if it's going to be 10 to 20 years, but they know that it's going to be a dollar amount that large. And we, as families, are the only ones that are fundraising because the pharmaceutical companies never wanted to get involved because there was no big return on their investment on 30,000 people. So when people are coming to events like ours and donating and or just giving online, they're honestly changing people's lives. And I'm just going to tell you real quick, my son last year turned 20 years old. A week after his 20th birthday, he had to go into, it was actually an emergency visit to the hospital. And he wound up having a collapsed lung, and they had to put chest tubes and get revitalized that lung, and it took over a week, and his lung function was only 40% at the time, whereas you and I are 100%. And I felt like in my heart this is the beginning of the end, and I just saw how this disease challenges everybody. So he was blessed, oh, my gosh, to be have the opportunity to go on a trial that Michael also, I don't know if he's currently on, but my son is currently on this trial. And it was a pill in the morning, a pill at night, and let's see, wait, what happens? Well, there is placebo effects. So sometimes you get the real drug and sometimes you get the placebo because that's the way it has to be done when you're doing drug trials. And we saw when Nick got the real drug, and then we saw when he got the placebo because his health tanked. But when he was on the real drug, and he's currently on the real drug, and he's been currently on the real drug since September 13th, my son is a different person. 
he went from the oh. beginning of the end to the beginning of his future and his life. He's actually living life. His lung functions are now high 70s. He's on hockey and bowling leagues. He's concentrating on his real estate career. He has a lovely girlfriend that is so supportive of him. And he's 21 years old with a future that I've never thought, only, only prayed and imagined that this would happen for him through fundraising. So when I speak about this, it's because of everybody that has given a dollar. And like you said, Give a dollar, give $20, give whatever you can that you're comfortable with because it all adds up and we're changing lives together. We're not doing it alone. It's a group effort together. So quick thank you to my peers that are on the line and to anyone else that is listening and has already donated to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Please just continue to do so so we can cure this disease for everybody, because I want everyone's future to be like my son's right now. And I appreciate Lori, you having me. I, oh, any time. We'll do more of these shows throughout the year. I, I can guarantee you that. Lori, how much uh, money has been, in the 19 years that this fundraiser here in South Florida has been going on, how much money has been raised? Are you speaking on just the wine opener event since when Sal yes. started it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay. So numbers were actually just given to me the other day, and I'm I'm not really uh, – I, I don't know. I should pay atten- a little bit more attention. But I know if Sal raised $2 million on his own for – I think he did it for seven years. I think it was – Maybe five million. I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I wish I had the answer for you, but that's okay. That's I, okay. But that's about as close as I could think of. Um, Renee might know the answer when I bring Renee in. Uh, but the important thing is that there is a community who is supporting cystic fibrosis, and part of that is also in kind people who are doing. Uh, they're, I'm sure they also give some uh, money as well, but who are doing their part in volunteering, just like uh, my husband and I with the radio shows and the live events that we go to and the Facebook Lives. And we also put some money into the uh, foundation, and we're, we also donated to uh, for the silent auction, which is going to bring me to Mr. Jason Albert. Jason, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hi. So let me tell people who you are. Jason is a master auctioneer. I never had the opportunity to speak to an auctioneer. I feel honored, Jason. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Certainly this is a uh, great organization and a great event, and uh, I love helping them raise money. So they tell me that you are known as the voice of all seasons. Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, uh, as a company, we do about 160 events a year, right? And we're all true believers that there's so few new ideas left in this world. Everyone's just kind of stealing from everyone else and putting their own uniqueness on it to make it fit their event. So um, that's what we do. We are uh, live auctioneers exclusively for charity fundraisers, and certainly the wine opener in Boca is an event that I've been doing almost as long as any. 
Um, and I've been with it, uh, with the Survivors Foundation for a long time, helping them raise money for this cause. And it's really one of the most tremendous ones um, for many reasons. But one of the things that sticks out the most for me is simply that we are making progress. You know, there are a lot of organizations out there that, gosh, are raising so much money and then they're fighting the good fight and you don't see the needle moving, if you will. But this is our grocery foundation. We go out there and we raise money. And year after year, we keep coming back to Wine Opener and we keep hearing about the advancement and we keep hearing about how we are getting closer. And that is a great feeling to go out to raise money for a group where things are happening. So, Jason, explain to me um, what people are going – what they're going to anticipate um, uh, at, at, at an auction. I've never been to a live auction. I've been to silent auctions, and, and but never a live auction. Gotcha. Well, hey, listen, it's very important to us to put on a great auction show, right? We have musical accompaniment for our auction items. We may have video clips to help introduce our auction items. We may have people, have people planted in the crowd who are going to have some, uh, you know, hidden gems in their pocket, if you will, that on cue they're going to throw them in to enhance the auction items. It's really important for us to put on a great auction show. Because what that does is not only is it going to help us raise a lot of money for the Sisters Virosis Foundation, but really it primes the room and it gets our room ready to give in what we call the part of the program that is the most important part of the program, the bid for a cure. And that's the part of the program after the live auction. I'm able to say for those of you who bid in the live auction who won, you've got some great prizes, the, the trips, the experiences, the jewelry, the dinners, the wine, and we've got some great wine every year in our live auction. But I will tell you that after that live auction, for those of you who bid and didn't win, we have one more opportunity for you to give. For those of you who haven't seen anything all night long to give towards, whether it be the live auction, the silent auction, whatever sort of sponsorship. Some people are even there as guests of other people, didn't necessarily pay for their ticket. They still want to give and haven't had the chance. We have one more opportunity for you, and it's called the Bid for a Cure. And you know what we give people when they bid during the Bid from the Cure? Absolutely nothing, right, except for the feeling of knowing that they're giving from the bottom of their heart directly to the mission. They give straight-out cash donations to support our cause, and that is year after year where this event raises more money than any other element of their on-site fundraising that bid for a cure. Because people come to this event, they know it's a fundraiser, there's the expectation that they give, they want to give, they want to support the cause, and during that bid for the cure, that's where we go out, ask for the donations, and, and certainly I team up very closely with Lori on this, and we raise a lot of money during that bid for a cure. So uh, this is going to be very exciting, very, very exciting. That's our plan. To, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to see it, experience it. Uh, I, I even went out and bought a whole new dress, a whole new outfit for this event. I, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> so what else would you like to share with us, Jason? Uh, did, did, how, how do you come dressed? Do you come dressed in a suit, or do you come dressed as a showman? I mean, for, for, for this particular event, I show up in a suit. I mean, listen, we, we want to put on a great show, um, but at the same time, this is not a you know black tie event where everyone's going to be in their tuxedos and suddenly I don't need to be in a top hat and tail. Um, I'm up there as much as the MC as I am the auctioneer. Um, you know, we, I really, my job is just to kind of weave people through the program and make sure that we keep the mission front and center, and we make sure that people know that they're not necessarily donating to research. Um, they're not necessarily donating to programs. They're donating to people. Ultimately, the research and the science and the medicine and the programs all go back to supporting people. So if I, as the MC and the auctioneer, can be up there and I can weave that 
in and around the program, I can make sure people really realize. And that's one of the great things about having Michael and Nick and some of the other CF um, patients there to be able to say, listen, these are the type of people who are here today because of the money that we're raising at events like this, right? This is our mission. The fact that we are have Nick Capano here at 21 years old when many people didn't expect that. So, again, we want to put on a great show. We've got some tremendous musicians who are going to be performing on the night of the uh, event, too. As I mentioned, this is not just, hey, we're going to come out, ask you for your morning money, and, and um, do a live auction. We're going to come out. We're going to give you great entertainment. Um, we're going to have Vanessa Simpson there. I know Mason who's going to talk for a while. He's going to be there. So this overall is just a great show, a great night, and has really become the place to be in South Florida. And the gala that so many people talk about, is the Boca Raton Sisters Barbosa's wine opener. And I'm going to have Renee uh, talk a, a little bit more in depth in depth about the actual event, the, the food and, and, and the venue. I've never been to the uh, yacht club up there, <clears throat> but uh, I know Renee will uh, do a very good job in explaining all of that. But you just gave me a great segue into our next uh, volunteer, our next uh, uh, lover of uh, uh, the cause of cystic fibrosis, and that is the musician who will be at the um, at the gala, and that is Mr. Mason Pace, who I kind of fell in love with. Mason, welcome back to Aging Younger. Are you there? Yes, I am. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're quite welcome. And I have to tell you, um, your your link was shared uh, by Renee. Your link to your most recent video. It's also mm-hmm. on this. Um, it's also on Blog Talk Radio. I kind of shared it too because it uh, shows the type of person who you are. It your new uh, YouTube video, and it, it's quite impressive. And I wanted to put that out there for you and uh, let people know that you are a phenomenal singer, songwriter, musician. And um, you're doing wonderful things for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, for which I know they are very grateful. And why don't you, let's begin this segment with you about your song that you wrote for the CF Foundation. It's an original, and I ha- we will play it on air again. But I'd like you to tell your story, how it was written, why it was written, and how you got involved in the entire uh, organization. Well, awesome. Well, thank you very much for the compliments about the song. I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, um, I started contributing and um, being involved as a part of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation when uh, when Renee had asked me to play at the Great Strides Walk, um, and that was about two years ago. So I played at the Great Strides Walk for Cystic Fibrosis. And um, ever since then, and hearing the stories of cystic fibrosis and talking to everyone there, um, I really wanted to be a part and contribute, um, contribute what I'm able to contribute, which is music. And I know that I can make people feel, feel good and feel better with music. So, um, so just recently, Renee had asked me to write a theme song of sorts for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool. So um, with the help of my dad, I wrote a song called 65 Roses, which um, comes from a story where a little girl thought her mom, who, um, who was talking about cystic fibrosis to her doctor, she thought that she was saying 65 Roses rather than cystic fibrosis. So 
so I um, so off that idea, I made a whole song about um, the Garden of Life and how we can uh, we can take a stand uh, against 60, cystic fibrosis with sixty five roses. Well, I have this awesome, beautiful song on my dashboard. Would you like me to play it now, Mason? It's your Go call. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, everybody, you're in for a treat to listen to Mason Pace's original lyrics and music of 65 Roses. just want to live a life like you, to run and play like others do. I've never known how that must be, but lying here, it's plain to see. Beautiful, beautiful song, <laughs> and it it hits home. You know, when you say somebody's child and somebody's wife, you know what came to my mind? Nick Capano, the child, and Andrea Goldman, the wife. That's what came to my mind. 
and I think everybody on this call, on this uh, podcast, will agree uh, with, with me that for those who didn't listen to our very first broadcast, oh, going back two months ago, I think we did it, uh, we had Andrea Goldman on, and she is a cystic fibrosis survivor, but that, poor, that young lady went through a double lung transplant. And thank God she's, she's doing well today, but she is the somebody's wife. So you nailed it, Mason, and kudos you. to you. Con- congratulations, and I, and I can't wait to get a Mason hug at this gala. <laughs> you make sure you give me a big hug. That is in store, yes. Is there anything else you would like to share? Well, um, if you like what you hear, um, I am an original alternative rock artist with a band called the Mason Pace Band. Um, you can find my original music on my album called Whateverland, which is available on Spotify, um, iTunes, and Apple Music. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, and all that good stuff. <laughs> and um, make sure to buy tickets for the um, for the upcoming wine opener in Boca. It's going to be October 18th at 6:30. Um, and if you Google the cystic fibrosis wine opener in Boca, it should be the first one that comes up. So please make sure to get your tickets. That, that's awesome. Do me, I have a favor for you, uh, to ask you. I'm following mm-hmm. you on Facebook on your Mason uh, Pace uh, band page. Do, uh, I tried to tag you in, in these posts because we are promoting, you know, the people who are behind the scenes, and I couldn't tag you, so please befriend me on Facebook so that I can start sharing with you as well. I will do that. Cool. Thank you, Mason. Thank you. I appreciate that. So um, I would like Renee to come in because before we bring Michael back, Michael's going to talk about the wine and the sponsor for the wine, but I think it's important for Renee, who's the chair for the uh, wine opener, and she's also on the, I believe, the board of directors for the uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. I would like for her to talk about the gala itself, uh, about what people are going to expect to eat, um, the uh, the fun they're going to have, and all that good stuff. So, Renee, welcome back to Aging Yoga Radio. Hello there. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you? You sound great. I do. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you do. that. You so do you. Thank you. Are you down here or are you in Orlando? No, I'm I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. Okay. Welcome back. I'm back. Home. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank so you. T- tell us about this awesome venue. Okay. Well, first I do want to thank Mason for that song because I know he spent a lot of time doing it and created the lyrics created the whole song, the music, all by himself. Mason is 18 years old and just a shining star, and I am just impressed with that song. Love it. As the song was being played, Mason, I was tapping my feet, and I was sitting there singing, Life is a garden, pure and free. Lend a hand and join in a cause. Come sing with me to support CF. I, am, I love the words. Touch my heart. I love it, love it, love it. And that's going to be the next jingle for CF Foundation. I'm going to take a vote, and we're going to do this. So I just wanted to say that, Mason. Good job. Thank you so excellent, much. Excellent. It's, 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 it's all my pleasure. It really is. Great. Well, thanks. I'm glad you had fun doing it. <laughs> yeah, um, it sounds like The wine did. opener. Yeah, I did, right? 
So um, the line opener, and I also want to thank the other people online here. Um, Jason is an amazing, amazing um, auctioneer, and he is much more than that in terms of uh, getting the crowd excited and getting them involved. Um, I happen, when I'm there every year, it's amazing. I feel like I'm in the stand of a football field. You know how everyone's cheering and getting involved, and that's what happens when Jason is on stage. He actually really creates that environment. And a little bit, it actually gets a little bit competitive. It's kind of fun. People are, uh, you know, bidding and things like that. And he really gets the crowd going. So I want to thank Jason for his um, engagement and his positivity and his energy level and how he expresses himself and how he actually engages the, the audience. So thank you, Jason, for doing that entertainment because it really it, it, it's fabulous. And I, I love your stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Um, and um, I also want to thank Lori and, and Michael Rankin because they're, um, and there's a few honorary chairs, and the two of them um, are on, you know, my special list, of course. And um, having them on the show is really special to me because they are why this is all happening and how we, how we got here. So um, they're kind of like my mentors. So I actually, you know, I want to say thank you to two of them, and I'm always happy to be a part of it all. But I'm, I'm here to help, and I'm just a helper. But they actually live it. You know, with uh, Lori handling um, Nick and living with Nick and the disease and going through all of that, and she ended up being like a respiratory therapist for her son. She was really a part of every single day of his life, um, not working and being a caretaker for him. And Michael living with the disease. So I'm here to. You know, they're my mentors, and I'm inspired by them every single day. So I love you both, and thank you. Thank you, thank you for giving me this opportunity of actually um, helping to make a difference in in everyone's life. So thank you for that. As far as the event, let's see. Okay, so this is the fun part that I get to talk about. Yay. I'm first going to say that it's October 18th, a Friday night, and everyone is invited, the whole town, everybody can come. And it is going to basically have, I'm not going to talk about the food because that's going to be a surprise, but it's going to be delicious. Uh, we're going to have, I think it's going to be about a four or five course meal, elegant sit down dining. Um, we are going to have a sign auction. So when you walk in and I will take to all the women listening, because they're all probably saying, what am I going to wear? Um, where it's going to be Boca chic style. So it is cocktail, and you can dress however you'd like that you feel pretty and fun and having a good time. And the men, suit and tie, no tuxedo is necessary, um, but uh, dashing and, and handsome is perfect for us. Um, there will be a photographer on, on stand to actually take photos of everyone walking through. I also want to mention, I'm going to go back and forth a little bit through here, um, that it's going to be rich cuisines, fine wines, opportunity to dance and mingle with the elite of Boca and Broward County. Uh, we have a lot of people in the room that are philanthropic and that are business leaders, community leaders, and so it's a wonderful opportunity for everyone to meet and um, exchange ideas on how to better the community in Boca and Broward and also give back to those living with this disease. Uh, it is a charity fundraiser. However, it is also about people and relationship building. And um, the it's at the Royal Palm Yacht and Country Club in Boca. 
I do want to mention that we also have honorary couples and honorary individuals in the community that we bring up and we actually like to announce and support their philanthropic efforts. And they're called Bocas Shining Stars. And if there's anyone out there, we still are accepting uh, some people to actually file an application, if you will. They can call myself. uh, They can reach out to the organization. And they can ask for Stephanie, who is the um, um, project development manager on this event with myself. And um, anyone who is philanthropic, you can be an individual, man, woman, you can be a couple, it doesn't matter. We want to honor and recognize those people that are charitable, that have business success in this, in this, in this community and giving back and so that we can acknowledge and let everyone know all the goodwill deeds that are being given every single day by everyone who are going out of their way but taking their time and volunteering to support these wonderful organizations in our community as well as supporting the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So uh, you can reach myself at Renee at saltchamberinc.com or you can reach Stephanie, and that, that is at Stephanie Wilson, which is Wilson at cff.org. Um, and I also want to, let's see, we can also talk about, what can we talk about, Stephanie? Um, well, I'd like, let's see. Well, we should talk about the wine. Everybody makes such a big deal about how awesome this wine is. And I'd like to bring the, the, the people, they're not here, but Michael was going to talk about the sponsor of the wine, uh, which is, I believe, uh, the Melting Pot in Boca, Bill, Sh- what's the gentleman's name? Schmier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Rankin uh-huh. was going to talk about uh, the, the wine. and, and uh, Michael, are you there? I am here. So uh, you're, you're Mike, the one who started this wine years ago when you said people will come when there's wine. So it's no wonder <laughs> that the wine fell in your lap tonight. <laughs> so why don't you talk, tell us it, a little bit about It did fall in my lap the, that uh, many years ago. That is true. So, yes, it, it did <laughs> fall into my lap that many years ago. Because I, sure, sure. Uh, I took that on as a project. I had told Lori, you know, we're going to have fun with this. She was, she was just feeling, uh, you know, emotionally um, de-energized for a while because she had to work on this all by herself once Sal passed. And, and she was carrying the torch and doing a great job, but she said the anxiety of it all, you know, trying to produce this thing and not knowing, well, I'd be able to raise enough money. I said, hey, relax. Let's make it fun. And by the way, if you give people enough wine, they're going to give you money because that's just what people get off their wallets when they start leaning from drinking too much. So I said, let's, let's give them lots of wine. And she said, if you're willing to take on that role, and I said, I will. I, I, I know a lot of winemakers. I collect. I know a lot of the wineries. I'll, I'll take care of it. She said, okay, well, then that, that part is yours, and let's proceed and move forward, and let's raise some money. And, and she was energized again. So I said, all right, I have to do this. I started early. And I did secure a number of wines, but I had promised a certain amount, and I was falling short. I found a few more, and I I was feeling good about it. Well, um, thank God I met Bill that day. I was actually at a little girl's skating party. My daughter was there, and Bill Schmier's daughter was there. I didn't know Bill Schmier at the time. Uh, Some of us parents knew each other through common denominators, and we're all having a sidebar conversation as the girls are all ice skating. 
Uh, I had shaken hands with him just briefly when I got introduced by a friend. That was it. Then my phone rings, and it's a friend who is a winemaker who had promised me four cases of his wine. And he said, Mike, um, good news, bad news. He said, good news for me. I'm really catching on. I'm really selling this stuff. I feel horrible, but I have nothing to give. I'm out. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, and I said, that was, you, were, you were my flagship. You were my flagship. You were going to be a big one. And he said, I am sorry. I will make it up to you next year. He said, you know, I even do um, some guest winemaking for Jarvis, which is a very pedigree wine out west in, in Napa. He said, I'll send you some of their bottles, but there's just no way I can get you four cases. And I said, okay, you know, you did what you could. I mean, you can't, you can't sell for an empty wagon. And I was happy for him. I came back into the circle, and I whispered to Kristen. I said, I'm going to have to excuse myself. I need to go find some wine. I really have to find wine. Well, one of the other parents heard that, and, and a friend of mine, and he jokingly said, sounds like someone's got to go drinking. And I said, no, 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 nothing like that. I explained to him that I was needing to get some more wine donated. Bill Schmier, who I did not know, only met that day, said, listen, I, I couldn't help but overhearing your conversation. I wasn't eavesdropping, but someone says wine, and my ears perk up. And I kind of heard what you're going through. I think I can help. Again, didn't know the guy at all. This goes back to our, our first Uncork the Cure event. I think that was 2010. And he says, I think I can help with that. And he said, how short are you? I said, well, trying to get four cases of this one, I'm short four cases. And he goes, it's okay. I got it. And he said, do you need any others? He goes, what do you have for champagne? I said, yeah, funny thing. Still working on that one. Don't even have a champagne. He goes, I think I could help out with that too. And I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know where he was coming from. He said, you know, I, I own a, um, a couple of restaurants, and I get some really good pricing, so it really wouldn't cost much at all. Now, here I'm thinking this gentleman's being very nice. He's extending to me his great discount rate. He didn't mean that. When I said, you tell me what the bill is, you know, try to make it fair on me, and I'll do whatever it takes, you know. He said, yeah, listen, I, I mean that. My price is rock bottom. I got it. Don't worry about it. Now, I, I, didn't, you know, I wasn't expecting anything from him. Then it continues. He said, you know, what do you have? And I told him, and he said, it sounds like you're a pretty good uh, red, heavy, red wine-centric. That's great. He goes, uh, so the champagne, we got that. He goes, what do you have for white? And I said, one, one, uh, one Chardonnay. He goes, you have a Sauvignon Blanc? I go, no. He, just, he said, I just got in this beautiful stuff. It is amazing. Um, I can get you that too. That that doesn't cost anything. The the reps will give it to me. I'll use so much of it. He said I'll I'll, I'll strong arm him. I'll make him put it put me down for four cases of donation. It'll come from them. Within 20 minutes, this gentleman who I had just met had accomplished what had taken me two and a half three months, and he had already donated half the wine for the event a month later. Yeah, I'm driving cool. home with my wife, and it is beautiful. It is amazing. And I said, honey, can you believe that? And she said, you know, I've seen him before. I don't know where. I said, well, we go to the melting pot. She goes, that, that could be it. But no, there's something else. There's something else where I've seen him, and I've seen him like on a Saturday or something out. I think maybe he goes to the park with his kids. So that's probably it. And then five minutes later, she goes, no, I got it. That gentleman sets up a booth sometimes on Saturdays, and he dips marshmallows or strawberries into chocolate at the park where our girls play soccer. 
and gives them away for donations, raising money for a boy in his youngest daughter's class who needs a brain surgery. Oh, my God. Just for donations. Wow. That, that is, God works beautiful in, in beautiful ways. The universe, it conspires in such a positive way. Yeah, well, it does a lot through him. He is, each and every year, he has just become more and more of the wine guy. I'm, I'm completely out of the picture. I live a little ways away now. This gentleman and his friend, by the way, when I told him it was cystic fibrosis, and by the way, I hadn't even told him that yet. I told him what it was for, and he said, oh, my gosh, why didn't you say so at the beginning? Anything you need. He said, listen, my good friend, Bruce Godwin, has always supported the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, always has, and he is a good friend of mine. He's actually a small minority stake owner in, in one of my restaurants. He donates wine. Anything you need, let me know, and, and count me in for a table. And just like that, the universe puts puts some people together for you. And he he will be at the gala, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, he will. These these days, people just give Bill their wish list, and he says no problem. Nobody takes advantage of it. I'm not saying that, but we will tell him what we need for wine. So he goes, it's done. And you you get a little nervous every year. We've all been there. Lori will tell you. Uh, Renee will tell you. You get a little nervous, and you just don't understand how much he has it going on in the background you, you think oh i hope i really hope it's going to happen the day of the event he's driving up with an suv full of wine and unpacking it even though you can't get a hold of him he does own a lot of restaurants he is there the day of the event unloading all the wine every year never fails i look forward to meeting him as well and uh and i'm so glad that you're close enough with him that you're able to share his story and give it such value, which I believe you did, Michael. He's a, he's a tremendous sure. human being, asked for nothing in return for what he does. That's what the world needs more of, people who care, people who love. And, 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 and that's why, my humble opinion, we have such chaos is because it's more ego than, than there should be, and there's not enough love in this world. But that's for another topic and that's for another time because we're down to about five <laughs> minutes of show time. And I think we've had a great show. Um, Renee, Wait, can is I there say anything? Yes. Yeah, of course. I would like, yes, I would like, I would like to say, I would like to say that um, like um, Michael and Lori have mentioned uh, about the wine event to, and to go on to, you can Google search Cystic Fibrosis Wine Opener in Boca. It should pop up as the first event that comes up. Go online, click that, and buy your tickets. You can also grab some other couples, you know, for a table of eight. We have tables of eight or table of ten, so it's very, very easy to get a bunch of your friends together and collaborate and buy a table, and everyone joins in on the fun. And this way you're also sitting with people that you like rather than sitting with strangers. <laughs> I know sometimes that always happens at events. Um, but um, our goal this year, we netted last year 220000 This year our goal is 300000 and I know that we can make it. Everybody here it loves live music dinner, dancing, great networking, and also getting uh, silent auction gifts, live auctions. The live auctions are amazing. I don't know if Jason's on here for like 30 seconds. Jason, if you can give us a real good auctioneer voice because there are live auction items that I know people are going to love. Jason, are you here? I am here. And I, listen, I think 
Um, when we come down to it and we've got the art and we've got the trips and we've got the experience in our auction, I mean, oftentimes we start the bidding at a thousand. Maybe we want to give it a thousand. Give me two. I got two over here. Give me two. I got two. I got two. I got two. I got three. I got three thousand dollar bid. Ends. I got four. I can take us all the way to break if you want me to do that. If I'm going to go five, a little bit longer, we get five thousand dollar bid. We'll go and get six, and we'll go very quickly up. But again, every time I call it a dollar amount, we're raising more money for the Carrosses Foundation. I love it. I love it. Great. That's great. And, and, and you, you know, Stephanie, he did say he did say that we're going to fund the CF Cure and all of that. Did you hear that? <laughs> he, well, actually, yeah, yes. He's very good. He's very good. He's good. <laughs> Jason's, uh, Jason and Mason, the two Asins, are going to ace this whole thing. How's that? Hey, Mason, you should put a uh, song together. Jason and Mason. Mason, can you do that? And how the Asins, yeah, how the Asins are going to ace this whole, something, lyrics with Jason and Mason. (laughs) I'll try to work on that, okay? Okay, okay. (laughs) I love it. I love it all. I love all of you, and I want to thank Renee for bringing me into the equation um and getting me involved it's for me it's been it's fun this is fun um to be able to give back and 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 see a positive response and and see breakthroughs uh, and that's why i can't wait to meet you michael you're go, you're going to be a big inspiration for me no i'm i am glad hey if we can inspire Whoever we can inspire, how often we can inspire, it's good things to inspire because we know that the uh, people like you that get excited meet other people that get excited, and we know that we raise money that way. And, and the money buys the science, and the science buys the research, and hence the lives. So like That's Lori right. said earlier, her son's doing better. I'm doing better. We couldn't be happier, but we want, we want to make this happen for others now. That's right. We want to make that $6 billion. I think that's the number that Lori threw out yes. for the ultimate yes. cure, $6 billion. And it, it will happen. It will happen in our lifetime, okay, because uh, the, we, oh, no are dedicated, we are a dedicated team of people who will not give up. So that being said, I'm down to two minutes. I'm going to say thank you to all of you for being here with me on Aging Younger Radio. Renee. And I will take this offline and we'll continue to do things throughout the year and promote the CFF and see how we can get incremental dollars throughout the rest of the year into 2020. I am going to bid everybody goodbye. I'm going to say thank you to our loyal listeners for bringing us here as premium hosts on Blog Talk Radio. And by the way, we we have people listening from the U.K., Taiwan, Philippines, uh, of course, the United States, Canada, Venezuela, and the list goes on. So this is truly a global Internet uh, radio station. Until next week, thank you, everybody. God bless you all, and have a healthy, aging, younger week. David and Stephanie truly hope you enjoyed today's podcast and learned a lot of excellent information about how to stay healthy naturally. Like the old adage says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And with the information you've learned today, you can put prevention to work for you right now. By the way, if you want one-on-one help and advice from Stephanie and David, you can call them at 954-742-4430 or visit their website at www.agingyounger.net today. 
Thanks for joining us on Aging Younger Radio. Here's to your health, naturally.